in situations of pressure, I sometimes need a reminder from my support, you know, the people that support me in my life to be like, mm. why, why am I doing this again? Can mm-hmm. you remind me? And they're like, oh, it's because of X, Y, and Z. You're good at these things. And I'm like, okay, I, okay, I remember. Welcome to another episode of season six of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, the podcast for people who want to be okay with being uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Melissa. For today's try episode, we hold up a figurative mirror to ourselves and each other. It's really easy to see the things that we dislike or wish we could change about ourselves, and not always as easy to see what makes us great. But first, let's share what's made us uncomfortable lately. Melissa, I see volleyball. Please say more. Yeah, uh, I played volleyball in the park Mm. this past weekend with my siblings. Fun. And yes, it was very fun. Highly recommend getting your dose of sunshine now that California decided to be uh, sunny again. Mm. Um, I've been trying to soak up as much outdoor time as I can. Um, And uh, I forget, and I have been playing volleyball. I was playing a lot of volleyball during the winter of last year and it was indoor I don't indoor know why volleyball. but I really thought you were gonna say during the winter olympics <laughs> I, don't, I don't know first of all volleyball <laughs> would be like summer olympics I know <laughs> volleyball I in know. the snow I'm just telling you what I thought you were gonna say I no, know I love you that. weren't gonna say that but no I love that olympics <laughs> comes up when I'm mentioning anything I'm involved with in in terms of sports I love that for me <laughs> Very flattering. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Athletic. So anyways, yeah, I was playing volleyball this weekend and we weren't really playing a, like a casual game. We were doing more so volleyball drills and we were doing that so that my younger brother could practice because he's on the volleyball team. I'm like, OK, we'll we'll, we'll help. Um, I didn't realize how hard it was and didn't realize how much running was involved chasing oh, yeah. after the ball that you don't mm-hmm. hit properly or spike properly. And learning all the steps to do a proper, effective spike. I f- and I was in the volleyball team, but I never really, oh, yeah. I guess at that age, didn't it didn't compute in my head that it was that much exercise because I was of youth and ah, my youth. knees were still great, you know? Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I noticed the day after, I was just like, why does my shoulder not want to move (laughs) and it's because i was spiking a ball for two and a half hours so there's that but you got a workout in so that's great i did it was nice it was actually a nice um not barometer or you know a benchmark for my endurance (laughs) and stamina like wow i really need to work on that so okay i wasn't i was like where are you going with that benchmark for how old you are benchmark for how my conditioning experience you know remember summer conditioning when you're in sports and it Uh was like hell yeah i felt like that i was like wow okay i'm really out of shape i need to like and i know that i'm fairly active but not like that Uh, (laughs) like sprinting back and forth you like memory unlocked for me cheer camp summer cheer camp Oh my god. And gosh. it's always during so, like the the blazing heat of the yes. summer and you're like why is it yes. feel like a thousand degrees? And we were like when it's not wake up, stunt, dance, run, jump, all the things, all the clinics. I wow, I forgot Our all poor about joints, that. joints, you know? 
especially yeah. for cheer i would think that you're like jumping all over the place all the time like, yeah oh my gosh i forgot whoa yeah. Yeah. okay all right <laughs> uh well moving away from memor not memorizing moving away from remembering our our youth and our body's <laughs> abilities fast <laughs> my uncomfortable moment that i'd like to share with you all today has to do with the farm that i've been running recently uh i <laughs> Specifically, I'm pig sitting once again, and the most uncomfortable. So there's two pigs, big pig and little pig. Little pig is not necessarily little pig. And whenever I tell someone new that I'm pig sitting, they always go, "Oh, are they like pygmy pigs or like little teacup like miniatures?" Pigs, mini, yeah. And I'm like, no, one of them is a pretty big pig to me, but apparently, in comparison, that pig is not actually that big. But to me, it's a big To, like, pig. this whole spectrum of what could be the size of pigs, they're not that big. Is that what they're saying? Yes. Or what people are well, saying? Well, I know but one of huge. them is smaller, and she's still pretty cute. I know she's still growing, but she's still pretty cute. She doesn't mm-hmm. make me scared. The bigger one, though, I cannot explain the shiver that goes down my spine and throughout my body when he walks up to me. And it's like, and then he'll grunt at me. After feeding today, Hippo came up to me and made a noise at me, and I wasn't sure what the noise meant. Ah. And then it made this motion where I was like, are you about to eat my shoe? Like, take a bite out of my shoe? And I, ugh, ugh, ugh. I can't. I just, ugh. So what you need is someone to translate what Hippo's like communications are to you because you don't know whether he's being friendly or saying thank you for feeding me yeah i or, don't know or if they're about to charge yeah. and eat your shoe and it makes me uncomfortable because sometimes i like i know they want food from me and the little one isn't as aggressive about it but the bigger one is mm-hmm. and i i just oh god it just makes me cringe a little bit sometimes well that's life on the farm. It's just life on the farm. <laughs> I sprinkled the Cheerios around and they seem to really love that. But anyway, I'm pig sitting until... Your life is so interesting. You are not the first person to say that to me today. Well, there it's you go. because of the pigs. <laughs> it's because of the pigs. <laughs> it's nothing I'm actually doing. <laughs> it's the pigs. <laughs> nothing else in your life. No. <laughs> just the pig sitting. <laughs> but anyway. It's a nice two truths and a lie situation. Oh, thanks. I need to remember that. I always forget. I never, I always freeze during two truths and a lie because I never know what my lies are going to be. Yeah, me either. And then I end up making two lies and a truth. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. (laughs) I panic. I panic every time. Well, speaking of being uncomfortable, it is that time of the month again. Oh, that sounds weird. But it is. It is. (laughs) It's that time where we decide to make ourselves uncomfortable and put ourselves into uncomfortable situations on purpose. And this month is no different. On the podcast so far, we've done a lot of talking about positivity. So we've had episodes on how to have a good date, lucky girl syndrome, manifesting the life we want, making a vision board that works for us. But the one thing we haven't actually discussed yet is how to see the positive in yourself. The things we've talked about are more about our our surroundings, our, our world, our life, you know, quote unquote, but nothing yet within us. 
In today's episode, we face head-on the faults that we see in ourselves and reveal letters that we have written about one another that highlight the good, all in an attempt to help us both see what makes us great despite the things that we wish we could change. But before we reveal the process for this and how you can join in on the fun, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, so let's get right into it. What is uncomfortable about calling out the good in oneself, Vanessa? Growing up, I was told by Evelyn that it is best to stay humble, meaning Mm. she said it sounds, or I don't know how she phrased it, but essentially the meaning was that it sounds better or looks better or is more impressive when someone else says something good about you. Versus if you say something good about you. So like, let's pretend you and I are standing together, right? And we're talking to somebody and -hmm. you're like, oh, Vanessa's so great at blah, blah, blah. That looks better, sounds better, whatever that she was saying, than if I was to be like, I'm so great at blah, blah, blah. Wow, you've had these like, these scenario types of conversations with your mom. I know. I and how would it come up? I don't even know. I don't know. Because I can't even pull from memory a situation where I've had a conversation like that with your mom. With my mom. <laughs> I'm sure I filled it with other things. Well, but you know, to be fair to you, your mom, I, like my mom, just had me as her audience for all of her. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only member you of the, the audience. You had the whole. You were. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. Only child. <laughs> so she didn't have, she my thought? mom was preoccupied mm-hmm. with the other Just two Just a little bit, you know? <laughs> that makes sense. So Rise in middle child. Yeah, plus my mom's older, so I think she's had just a few more years of experience. We discussed this in our most recent episode of watching our parents get older, yeah. where I jokingly say that my mom could have been Melissa's mom's mom had my mom <laughs> been a teen mom. If you want to learn more about that, how that conversation went, go <laughs> listen to that episode. <laughs> but yeah, so that was one of her shared wisdoms, and I think the unintended consequence was that I learned not to brag about myself, but by not bragging about myself, I also then learned just to not call out anything that I did well or was good at. So, like, you took it to the extreme and be like, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the danger with to. telling kids advice. I get it. Like, you, you don't know how you don't know how they're going to take it. And she had years of wisdom to back up her her advice, and I I was just coming into the game, you know. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm not supposed to think anything good of myself. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Yeah. And so that and that's I think just now I'm just uncomfortable anytime even someone else says good things about me. I just in general, I'm uncomfortable. I mean, while I have not had that specific conversation with my parents before, I do feel similar. Maybe it was something that we learned from the good old Bible from our Catholic mm. school upbringing about being um, humble. The word yeah. humble was used as well. Um and, you know, I think just those kinds of values were very prevalent in our upbringing, in sure. my upbringing. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't never a direct conversation, but it definitely was something like, oh, maybe it was called out or maybe I saw it in like other example, like real life examples of it happening and people being called out about like, oh, you're such a bragger or right. like, why are you bragging? Mm-hmm. Um 
because I feel the same and in that I do feel I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with it now I want to say in the past couple of years I think work has taught me in in my effort to like stand up for myself I really needed to kind of put my foot down in a way and really think about what value I bring to the team so that kind of forced me to think about what I'm good at yeah and in situations of pressure I sometimes need a reminder from my support you know the people that support me in my life to be like mm. why am I doing this again can mm-hmm. you remind me and they're like oh it's because of x y and z you're good at these things and I'm like okay I, okay I remember but you know I do feel uncomfortable in those times having to talk about the things that I'm good at or yeah. even receive compliments in a, not even like the way I like look or something that day but it's just more so like a lot of the times it is like oh you did that really well and I'm like oh you know I I catch myself saying oh it was a team effort which is not is not not true but it's me not even acknowledging I catch myself not even acknowledging or taking in that compliment from that person Mm -hmm. or that shout out Mm -hmm. um by deflecting and saying, well, it was like a group project or it was a team effort. So wouldn't have been possible without everyone, which in some senses is true. But at the same time, it just shows how uncomfortable I I am with calling that good stuff out, you know, or acknowledging it and accepting it. Yeah, so. I think it's a struggle for a lot of us. And I do have to wonder a little bit if it also has to do with the fact that we are women. Mm. And I do feel sometimes that men are more not I don't even know if I want to say that we as women are encouraged not to share what's good about ourselves I think more of it is like men are encouraged to share it's Mm. not looked down upon it's seen as like a good characteristic if a guy not to say like they're super confident exactly you're being yeah you're being um full of yourself right and sometimes yeah. these men out here in these streets be confident for no reason <laughs> and i <laughs> what you know and i think right. about that sometimes <laughs> i think about that sometimes and i'm like why am i scared to do anything when joe schmo over here is being average af i don't understand why you think you're so great but they do. And they don't say because that the they're great. Because the world has told them that, yeah. Like they what you're saying is operate like, in a way that yeah. my ideas are good and I'm doing the right thing. And, and, and they're not bad people and they don't necessarily act in that negative way. Like it's not – I'm not trying to say that they come off really like machismo or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But just I look at them and I think to myself, why aren't you more confident? Their because baseline literally is, is you're higher. doing so much. Yeah, their baseline of confidence is, is – is starts off higher than where we are climbing up to get to i like that i like that a lot their baseline of confidence has just been set a smidge higher and maybe not even a smidge like yards football fields (laughs) (laughs) so so much further that it makes it hard to to kind of catch up yeah and i i and on that i think going back to us being going back to us being women Mm -hmm. i think yeah, on the other side of the spectrum, we are criticized more so for when we do speak up about those things. And we have we have that built-in fear, I think, yeah. of being like, oh, if I open my mouth, 
the classic like if i say something i'm a bitch versus yeah you know self-assured or confident about our stance so i think we start off at a different level of of confidence and wariness yeah to get there you know i agree the average joe schmo <laughs> joe you're getting a bad name uh, sorry joe <laughs> well the first step in this process that we're about to engage in in this try if you want to try it along with us is a silent one we're each going to get four minutes to write a letter to and about the other person but we're not mm. going to share those letters quite yet so if you're following along if you're going to do this with a, a friend or a group of friends write the letter take your four minutes but keep it to yourself so we're going to take those four minutes now Now that our letters have been written, next we're going to do something that most of us do every day, sometimes without even realizing we're doing it. We're going to get one minute each to share the things that we are dissatisfied about or wish that we could change about ourselves. And we'll keep it to one minute, strict, setting the timer, and yeah, so so we'll get to- We're writing it out. Nope, we're going to say it out loud to each other. Oh, Oh, shoot. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. No typing, just just word vomit it all. About ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing this with us, if you're doing it solo, feel free to look in a mirror, literally. <laughs> We're going to look at our, our computer screens because we can see our faces on Zoom. Uh, and if you are doing with this, a fr- with this with a friend, feel free to just look at the other person. <laughs> I guess you could have a mirror nearby, but... <laughs> Selfie cam. <laughs> if you don't have a mirror. <laughs> are you ready? Set... Okay. Go. Okay. Things I don't like about myself. <laughs> Sad. Um. Hmm. I think I. I don't like that I still am struggling with the fact that I tie my value to my productivity, mm. work in progress. Um. I think that. Um. I don't like how. Unorganized my personal space is. Um, I keep my workspaces pretty organized, but my personal space, I'm looking at a pile of laundry. Um, currently, I don't like that, and it is definitely a reflection of my mind. Um, I am not the most happy with with my physical activity. I always wish that I could be doing more. Mm. Um you know, I always think of past Melissa as being the the fitter version of myself. Um, and that's when, one minute. When, You're done. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you did I it. I didn't want to continue. <laughs> I hated that <laughs> so much. The thing is, it's like when you're put on the spot, it's uncomfortable. But how many times do you think that about yourself every day? Yeah, pretty often. Yeah. And we're so mean to ourselves a lot of the time. And yeah, we don't even realize and it. I, I, yeah, we don't realize it. And I think what we've been trying, I know that we've both been trying to work on is um, is giving ourselves grace. And I know that we try to remind ourselves of it more often than not. But I feel bad for like even past versions of me where like all of that was just negative talk the whole time. Oh, so. a thousand percent. And Without it- that tool mm-hmm. to be like, hey, mm-hmm. stop yourself mm-hmm. for a second, mm-hmm. even think about it. So. And you know, we, growth. we didn't even used to call it negative self-talk. It was just talk. It just was it was a thing. Just, talk. Mm-hmm. just these are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Can you set my timer? I think there's a benefit. Yes. If you're doing this with somebody else, there's definitely a benefit to not knowing how much time you have. I almost gave you an hour. Mm-hmm. Long column. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Yes. Okay. 
going to start right now. I have always disliked something about my appearance and I can find every day something that is wrong every day no matter what and it might change or it might stay the same but the and then I get mad at myself for doing it and then I get mad at myself for being mad at myself so I'm just mad a lot (laughs) uh similar to you the disorganized thing I I my inbox is crazy and I get mad at myself for not being able to unsubscribe or clean it out and, and keep track of my stuff digitally better. I'm also dealing with piles of laundry and I feel like I just <laughs> I just keep pushing it aside and I always wish that I was better or just on top of it or more productive or more put together. Always more. Never enough. And I never think that what I'm doing is enough. And that translates to everything, whether it's physical appearance or work or personal life. It's just never enough. I always feel like there's something else I could be doing. Done. Mm. That's a minute. Yikes. Isn't that plenty? That's a that's lot. A, that's plenty. But imagine that's a brief minute in, and like whoever's listening, right? That's a brief minute into a glimpse of what's happening in our heads. We're just verbalizing it. But we talk, so I forgot there's a, there's a, there's a study. I forgot we the number. We talked about this before. Uh-huh. At mm-hmm. how much faster you, you talk in your head so uh, imagine that minute but that happens like five times per times. minute right and so mm-hmm. so whatever Maybe. you say about yourself in that one minute imagine that's that's all the negative stuff we say and don't say all the time <laughs> face. i'm hugging both of us right now hug our inner child okay yeah. but there's hope because the next thing the last step in this process is you're actually going to read the letters that we wrote to each other out loud. And Melissa, since you were vulnerable enough to go first with the one minute, I'm going to read your letter to you first. Oh, no. I don't know if this is good or bad. (laughs) It's all bad things. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Give it to me. The roast of Melissa. (laughs) Melissa, besides having a greatly symmetrical face, kind eyes, and beautifully thick hair, you also have this great capacity to care about shit that more people, including myself, should give a crap about. If people cared about our environment and each other as much as you did, the world would be such a better place. You are always finding new and interesting ways to be more conscious of the world and it shows just how caring and compassionate you are you also have this self-assuredness that i aspire to you know what you want and what you don't and you're willing to stick up for both and not give in to outside pressure which i know isn't and hasn't always been easy i know this also required a lot of deep work on your part being more sure of yourself and having a willingness to be uncomfortable and push yourself to say no or yes or whatever your boundary might be you are creative and innovative and always find a way to make something happen even when other people don't see a way and that is all i got to in our four minute timer (laughs) that's really nice (laughs) i am glad (laughs) wow you wrote a lot in four minutes i type fast and you type fast i thought i typed fast but what i did was i approached it slightly different what did you do so okay well are you ready yeah i started by looking at you and that's why it started with having a greatly symmetrical face, kind eyes, and beautifully thick hair. <laughs> Even though I know that my eyebrows are not symmetrical. See, there's me. Stop it. I think only you know that. Them <laughs> okay, okay. Dear Vanessa, um, I'd like to start off my letters to friends with thank you. So thank you for even bringing this topic to a, the table for us to discuss today because I definitely would not have thought 
to write these types of letters and you always are the one to bring up the actual uncomfortable topics that we should do and explore so that we can actually grow in this podcast so thank you and also I forgive you (laughs) for doing this to me Um, but to get into what we are actually here for I want to describe to you what makes you amazing you are an amazing daughter While you do like to poke fun at Evelyn, (laughs) I can see how much you care about her and her well-being. You actively work on your relationship, difficult it may be, to navigate, but you keep at it because that's your Evelyn. That's your mom. And I love seeing that you actually, the daughter, the type of daughter you are. You also are an amazing friend. Ever since you walked into that into the classroom with that boy's tie on and for those who don't know our origin story you'll need to listen all the way to season one i saw how you presented yourself with confidence even if it was faking it until you make it because i saw you and i was like that girl walked in here with that boy's tie with no like faltering confidence at all this is how you approach your friendships or any relationships for that matter you dive in regardless if it's uncharted waters and you navigate the fuck out of it. (laughs) You are great at seeking out those moments of connection. You aren't afraid to call things out for the sake of bettering the situation at hand, even if it's uncomfortable or hard to talk about. Mm. And you are an example. You are definitely an example of if they wanted to, they would. Mm. You are a free spirit and you're good at giving yourself to the experience at hand. And I love that about you. And that inspires me every day. And you're also, like, above queen, so <laughs> I love that. You're at Barry's all the time, and you make me want to do more <laughs> for my physical and mental health in that in that way. So that's as far as I got. No, wait, but, stop. You yeah. wrote so much. <laughs> you know, I tried to use metaphors, and I think that slowed me down. <laughs> I appreciate the creativity and the innovation. <laughs> Okay, now that we've shared, I have a follow-up question for you. How did this process make you feel? And did you learn anything new about yourself? Also want to add, are there things that maybe you didn't share in the one minute, but that you found were brought up about you and you were like, oh, I don't, I didn't know if I liked that about me or like I didn't see that in me at all. Or maybe you thought that was a negative thing. In terms of of from the letter Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. the letters that we were written about ourselves um I don't know I think definitely it's interesting to hear from an outside perspective of the things that you hope Mm. that you are putting out into the world but because of that self-confidence thing you doubt the actual not impact, I would say, but more so the presence of that at, at a minimum. Yeah. And so hearing some of those things that you've said, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that is something that is an identifier of me. But things that I hoped would be, but I didn't think that it was because in my head, I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Aww. You know, like what you were saying. Yeah. Like one of the neg- like the things that you had brought up about yourself. I was like, it's true. And, and it was one of the things that I brought off about like my um like fit fitness i was like i should be doing more Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i think it's always interesting to see and hear what other people see of you did you learn anything new about yourself maybe i blacked out a little hearing all those nice things about me (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that is a danger. Please be warned. <laughs> I feel like that does happen to me, though. I'm just like, I'm like, uh, I, that's too much. Oh, it's yeah. No, nice. there was a moment where you were going and I was like, wait, it's not over. She has more. I'm still going. <laughs> There's more to say. But how about you? Well, I think similarly, the process of hearing all the good things about yourself is uncomfortable. To a certain extent, you may or may not black out. Again, you've yeah, been like, warned. Yeah, like, my palms are sweat. <laughs> Got me all, like... <laughs> no, because it, it's it's the opposite of the way that our brains have been wired to think, where it's like, danger, danger, things are going wrong, you're doing the wrong thing, in an effort to keep us safe, but, you know, it's, it's not really helpful all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was... There were some of the things that you said that I... It made me laugh because... I sometimes don't like those things about myself. So mm. the idea of being willing to call something out to make something better. I have I think I've even shared with you, like, I'm tired of opening my mouth. I'm always the one who says something. And I always get the heat. I'm not opening my mouth anymore. If people are unhappy or uncomfortable, they can say it themselves or they can suck it up. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's okay to do that. And sometimes it's not. And I'm still learning when it's okay not to do that. Uh, but that was interesting that you said it was a strength because I definitely have seen it as like, a, just stop talking, Vanessa, just shut up. <laughs> like, and that is interesting, like seeing it, a, seeing it as like a, a negative thing and then someone from the outside seeing it as, you know, a, like a positive asset to your character. Yeah. It's, Isn't that wild? You know, so you might if you do this with a friend uh, or a series of friends, discover that there are certain things that you are unhappy about that people actually think are great about you this was nice it was nice <laughs> I, and I think I, I did learn something new about myself actually from what you shared I have not had this perspective but something you mentioned about like being willing to just jump in and give myself to relationships with others and I'm just navigating opposite. it <laughs> <laughs> but it's often something that makes me scared and anxious and feel insecure all the time and so I haven't seen it as a strength actually I, mm-hmm. and, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm glad I said that because that's like, I see you every day, like really taking the leap and I'm like, I gotta be, I gotta be like that. That's so funny because <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, you know, Melissa's very reserved and she like <laughs> judges the situation first. Maybe I need to take a step back. I'm the one that's like at the ledge that's like, I'm gonna I'm a do it and I'm gonna do it. And then I am like there like a week later, I'm like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you're on the other side like that was fun (laughs) come over here already i'm gonna build you a bridge because i'm such a good friend so that you can just walk on over (laughs) that's that's you oh god so (laughs) this is a fun process it it's hard to confront i think the things that make you sad about yourself or that you're upset with yourself about but it's also nice to be affirmed and hear from someone else because again, like we mentioned earlier, it's hard to brag about yourself, but it's nice to hear from other people's perspective. So if you're interested in trying this for yourself, reach out to a friend and see if they're down to try it with you. If that's too uncomfortable, maybe you could send out a Google form and ask people to share what they think and feel about you. I would suggest you still do the one minute thing though, so you can verbalize the things that you are negative self-talking, because then you can see what other people say and does it contradict what you think is a negative thing. Thing about yourself so definitely still follow the process but yeah. you might be surprised at what you find so recommend melissa would you 10 out of 10 recommend this to a, a listener 
a friend? Yes, <laughs> I I recommend it. Make maybe make your palms all sweaty like Eminem. Knees weak. Um, arms yeah. a little heavy. Yeah. <laughs> We don't even need to get into it. They know. Um, they're cool. They're, they're cool. not squares. Um, but yeah, um, I think it is a good uncomfortable to put yourself through because honestly, who doesn't need a little reminder mm. from a friend of the things that make them who they are and the good things about them? Yeah. And then even that list like of the things that you don't like about yourself, I think you could even put that on a little post-it note and and as a reminder to yourself of and catching to catch yourself in those moments of thinking yeah um negative self-talk yep. so i mean it's kind of weird to have like a list of negative the things you don't like about yourself on your mirror maybe but at least it could be maybe it could be turned into a tool where you're kind of counteracting that mm. um, negative self-talk like maybe you write happen. like next to it what the counter argument is or like the mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the pros and cons <laughs> 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 no but yeah i think just that alone, I, I would recommend uh, 10 out of 10 so that you can help yourself out a little bit. Give yourself that grace that we've been talking about. Mm, so, And then pull a friend into it to be like, hey, can you remind me why I'm a good person? <laughs> or like, why I'm, Tell me I'm cool. <laughs> I just want to cool. be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Vanessa, again, for bringing this topic to the table always pushing me to get my palms sweaty and be uncomfortable um, and I hope that all of you you know try this because it's it's a good it's a good uncomfortable I promise so thank you all for listening today we're available wherever you get your podcasts from and be sure to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at I'm uncomfortable.podcast if you have an episode idea question or shout out you can DM us or contact us on our website at I'm uncomfortablepodcast.com and we release new episodes every Tuesday so we will See you next week.